Welcome to the basement. Welcome to the basement. What up, though? Yo, growing up, I only ever had two constants in my life. My granddad's basement and my granddad's basement. There's something you can ride to, something you can vibe to, something you can chill to, something you can smoke to, something that'll make you think, something that'll make you feel good. I'm just a dude from a trailer park trying to figure out the universe. How deep you want to go? 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 What is good, everybody? Welcome to the basement. I'm just chilling here. I got no notes, no bullet points. My hands is all cracked up because of uh, the dry air in Tucson, Arizona. So I got the uh, I got the coconut oil on deck. I got a couple of lozenges, uh, a couple on deck and one in the mouth. So if you hear the click clack in the mouth and it's driving you crazy, it's it's not going to stop. It's going to be going down the whole podcast. So if you can work through it, um, that's what I got going on. So I do apologize, but brother got a little bit of a picked up a little bit of a cough. I wasn't around. Anybody who really had a cough, uh, and, you know, practice social distancing, watch what I'm touching, watching what's going in my mouth. Uh, kids don't seem to be sick at all. I've had it for, it's, this is like day four now, day four, day five. It's been an all week thing. And I'm just thinking, well, the only thing I could think is I haven't been really respecting the cold because it, it cools off. Like people think Arizona, man, it's hot. Yeah, and it got hot this year. And it stayed hot for a long time this year. But it's just like having a long winter. If you're in a place that doesn't experience the heat like this, if you ain't in Arizona, Nevada, certain spots of California, um, I, I don't know how hot it gets in New Mexico. I know they got some elevation there. But southern New Mexico or into Mexico, if it ain't getting this hot, uh, man, you don't. It, it It's something else. But it. At the same time, what they say it's it's a it's a little bit laughable how it's a it's a hot heat, uh, it's a dry heat. It's true, like a hundred, like feels like eighty five. But on the flip, it's it's a dry cold as well. So fifty feels like thirty five, and it's it was fifty this morning. It might be somewhere around sixty now, middle of the day on this fine and beautiful Saturday weekend before we roll into Christmas week. And whatever I was talking about doesn't matter. I'm just just getting set up, man. So, oh, I was talking about uh, I think I ca- caught a little cough for not respecting the cold uh, because I'm from a place where it gets frigid. Like I've lived in North Dakota, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Illinois. Like, man, it's cold. It's cold. I know the cold. Uh, so when I'm out here and it's it's just a little chilly, I'll be in the hot tub, you know, chilling for the night, doing my thing in the hot tub. And then uh I get out of the hot tub and, and, you know, it's still cold out there, but I'll just be sitting there, you know, my body's still acclimated to the heat, but I'm sitting there in the cold. So I think that that change of temperatures kind of gave me a little, a little cough, a little something on the throat. And then it's going up into the nasals just a little bit too. So I think that's how I ended up catching this little cold because nobody else, nobody else has it in the family. And usually like when a sickness comes through, even if it's like a cold, so this uh, just picked up a mild cough so maybe i should just respect the chilliness uh, a little bit better but man as we roll into christmas week is man i got a lot of family stuff going on stuff i'm not even going to get into it's not positive and not that everything that i talk about or i'm going to talk about is positive but it's it's also not it's not public right now so just some things going on we'll talk about it in time as, as things develop and i'll be able to give people kind of some behind the scenes updates of what i got going on in my life but uh beyond just me 
But I've been been rolling around, got a lot of escrows on the board for work. Uh, drove down to Rio Rico, so I'm in I'm in like southern Arizona, right? There's still southern, more southern than where I'm at. Not much, but there's it's a little bit there. So I was going way south, way way further than I ever should have really been going for work. And it's one thing to drive, you know. 25, 30 miles across Tucson, and it take you an hour. Then drive, you know, this was the same hours worth of time, but it's 50, 60 miles away, the spot I was going. So it's it's difficult to get your network to, to go out that far to help people out who are buying houses. So things get uh things got a little bit challenging, but I ended up having to drive down there to get it set up for uh for a home inspection. And I saw a border patrol checkpoint coming for the way back. So I'm like, cool. So I go through, I go to this house, I pull up in the crib, right? It's uh, it's an RV and two minivans like on the property and it's supposed to be a vacant house. I'm like, motherfucker. So I roll up, it seemed like a, you know, Rio Rico, like, you know, just a quiet little town, Arizona town, like ain't, ain't, ain't nothing too, too special about it. Neighborhood was nice. A lot of new homes going up. I don't know what kind of development they have down there. I don't know if miners there's a there's a big mine in the santa rita mountains maybe they're living in rio rico i don't know what industries are there that the people are doing that they're building these new houses and you know what's already there is is, is nice it's a developing area so i roll up into this house i'm like fuck so i pull out grab the nine uh and i got i had to, I'm, i got a piss i got to piss uh, and I roll, uh, roll into the house, make sure that we're all good there. Cause you know, RV on the property, two minivans, like anything could be going on on this property. So I got to have my back. So the house is all good. House looks good. House is empty. Take a leak. It was uh, a glorious, glor- one of the most glorious urines I ever, ever remember taking. Like I, that, that, that one's memorable. And, uh, I end up, uh, getting the house all set up, locked up. Everybody notified who needed to notify what the, uh, what the code was to get in. And then hop uh, hop back on the freeway and go through. I'm going through the uh, the border patrol checkpoint, and so my first time ever going through this particular border patrol checkpoint. I've been through a different one at another spot, and like all good, no issues. This one they had a dog out, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then they hit on my car. Like I see the dog, and like I was like, ah, oh, there's sir, sir, any reason dog would hit on your car for marijuana? I was, I was like, do you use marijuana? I'm like. Yeah, sometimes, like, any reason your car would, the dog would hit for marijuana, I'm like, smoking in my car sometimes. Like, I don't know what to tell you. There's a little bit of weed in the car, and I got a couple guns in the car. Guy's like, all right, we'll pull over here. Like, this is some fucking bullshit. I'm a medical marijuana license holder, and I got a tiny little bit of weed in the trunk of the car. Like, and, you know, I smoke in my car from time to time. Not driving, like, it'll be in my, you know, just in the driveway or whatever, like at the crib in the garage, just sitting like in the car. I've done a podcast in the car, uh, in my driveway, the Eau Claire Chronicles, because that's how Eau Claire was riding around stupid little kids smoking in the car. So I kicked off the Eau Claire Chronicles in my Ford, uh, my Ford Taurus with dented doors, uh, smoking a little blazing on the Eau Claire Chronicles volume one. But uh, it happens from time to time. So I stand out there. It's like 20, 30 minutes. It wasn't, it wasn't horrible. It was, but it was at the same time, like, I didn't do anything wrong. I was traveling how I was supposed to travel. Uh, the lady gets out the car. She's like, okay, so you have marijuana and there's a firearm in the car. I'm like, yep. He's like, he's like why, do you have, why do you have a gun? I'm like, this, this is Arizona. And she's like, doesn't it make more sense to have the gun in the front? I was like, 
yeah, the gun is in the front. The weed's in the back. She's like, oh, okay. And they go search the car. And somebody else came and talked to me. And somebody else came and talked to me. And somebody else, I talked to like, it was at least, at least six people involved in this, like 30 minute thing. So six times 30, uh, 180, 180 man hours. All right. 180 man hours wasted. I talked to six people. Like there, and I was watching them search the car. There was no less than six people involved, conservatively six people. Uh, 180, 180 minutes. Did I say hours? 180 minutes. So three hours, three man hours wasted, completely wasted on like a a, a red a, a red four door sedan, like with car seats in the back, dirty as hell, full of Christmas presents in the trunk. The car is a nightmare, a nightmare to fucking to to search through. Like that, like there's just shit just crammed all up in the car. So I just couldn't believe the just the absolute waste waste of fucking time that I know our tax dollars are going going for that. Like your car smells like weed. But what fucking moron who's transporting bricks of weed illegally from Mexico to into Arizona is going through the border patrol checkpoint? Like you think I got a fucking ounce of weed? They're like and even that's not even a lot of weed. You think I got two, 10 pounds of weed I'm smuggling or some shit like that? They're getting it across in different ways. Jesus Christ. They're not going through a border patrol checkpoint you can see from satellite that doesn't move. Like how stupid do you think uh, anybody trying to smuggle any type of weight like that was? And why are you searching for weed? Like, I was like, uh, immediately, I always think bombs, just military guy. I'm thinking you got bomb-sniffing dogs, not worried about anything else. And okay, maybe it's the coke-sniffing dog. But you got the weed-sniffing dog out there? What a fucking waste of resources. You're still training dogs to smell for weed? Like, it's about to, like, I'm a medical marijuana license card holder. I understand it's a federal checkpoint, but that's, that's, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, Jesus Christ, I'm doing what the state told me to do. I didn't know your checkpoint was here. I was going to work. I understand you're at work, you're, you have a job to do, but that's fucking bullshit that that's in your job description. I, that's not, I'm, you know, I just went with the system. I just stood there at United States Air Force standby, hands behind my back, just looking at my car, just like, y'all motherfuckers are seriously just wasting, wasting this time. That's all I could think was tick, 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 tick. What a fucking waste of time. There's so much better things that every single one of those individuals could have done for a half hour. They could have been training. They could have been doing breath exercises. They could have been meditating. They could have been stretching. They could have been doing some calisthenics, literally anything. And it was just how they have to occupy their time there. They're not searching for people with real drugs, hard drugs, anything like that. Right as I was pulling out, I got, they handed me my driver's license back. Uh, they pulled up another family. It was a dude. Um, he looked mid late thirties, uh, and his wife, and then they had like two or three little girls in the car got out. They pulled over and the same set of questions that I began. So, uh, do you smoke in your car sometimes? The guy's like, yep. And I was, I was out. So I was like, that's just seriously, that's how you're spending your time. Go find some fucking blow. Go find some fucking heroin. Like, what the fuck? Let people be on their way. Just driving down the interstate, getting to wherever the fuck they're going. Like, a licensed American citizen, disabled veteran in my case. I flashed that idea. I was like, come on, dude. Stop fucking with me, man. I'm a disabled vet. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I don't, I don't pull that out too often. Like, very, very rarely. But in this instance, I was like, dude, I'm, dude, I'm a fucking vet, dude. Like, yeah, I understand what you're doing here, but let, let's roll. Come on, keep it pushing. They still had to follow their procedures which is fucking whacked out stupid so that so that was a, so that was a long day i was in a car for 
for hours that day. Um, what I was doing, I was doing a little, little key drop, and then I had to go do a key drop at another property that was like an hour. So this spot in Rio Rico that gave me all that hoopla was like an hour away, and then I had to go to another spot that was like an hour from there, uh, back towards Tucson, but still like even like that's the farthest I generally go it was to my second destination. So I rode to this spot, and then it was just like okay, um, man, it's like I don't have time to go home see the wife and kids before I got my five o'clock meeting. Uh, and I was supposed to go see Big T. He, he's got a, a couple of kids who uh, he's got split custody. So he's going to go drop them off to, to get back with their mom. Uh, and I, I went to his crib to link up with them before the kids dipped out because I've known them their whole lives. Like, oh, cool. cool. Big T's my, you've, you've heard him before. He bruised my lungs up and everything. That's my man's in them. So I went to go say peace out. But I ended up not being able to catch him. I uh, did a little Christmas shopping uh, in the meantime as well. So just sliding that in here and there as we, we roll up, getting time to wrap presents. I'm terrible at wrapping presents. But but I drove uh, I drove over to this uh, this other spot, did a key drop, and got a couple other things. But I was in the car for like three hours that day. And that's just a long time for me to be sitting like cramped up in a car, real, real uncomfortable. Uh, I got, I need a backyotomy. My back is jacked from from top to bottom. And on top of that, I got in a car accident like two weeks ago at this point. I rented this lady. She stopped. I don't know if I mentioned that on the podcast. It was like, yeah, like two, three weeks ago. I was getting headshots for work. Rear end this lady uh, when we were all wrapped up because she was making a right turn and was going. I looked over at traffic. I looked back. I'm in her rear end. She just stopped short. I was just, I was so confused. I just got out of the car. It was like I was like, I'm I'm sorry. Like I'll get you my information if you want to handle this with insurance or without insurance. Like it's either way. You don't got a lot of damage. You know, I push my grill in, fuck my grill and my car all up. But right when I hit her, before even that interaction happened, like right when I hit her, I felt I was holding up. Just I was at ten and two. Uh, the kinetic energy from the impact. Like, I was still going like eight, ten, maybe twelve miles an hour. Like I was going into a stop sign from a street, and. Uh, I felt just all that energy go into my spine and the exact spot it hit. I was just like, fuck, that's going to hurt in a few days. And sure as shit. So that interaction went fine. Got uh, insurance all settled. I've got my grill like resituated. It is cracked, but it doesn't look all fucked up. It's sitting in the the way it should be sitting. But I'm going to get that and my door dents fixed up here in a couple of weeks. Um, by, uh, by this dude I met in the parking lot. I don't know. I'll give him a chance. He said, dude, I can get, I was like, can you get the dents out? He's like, I can get the dents out. I was like, can you get the fuck? Cause my doors are, they're dented pretty well. So I don't know. He said he'd do that and throw a new grill on. So I got to get the grill. But, uh, but my back was already hurt and I had to rehab that. Like that, that was some deep involved rehab. So a couple days go by my back, like I was getting uh big G ready for school one morning it was Monday morning. Yep. The accident happened on a Friday. Monday, maybe it was Tuesday morning, my, I was sitting on my knees, like telling him to come here, just sitting, just sitting down on the floor, just on my feet, you know, on my knees, just get my kid ready. Like, come here, dude. And then my back, I was just sitting there, wasn't even moving or nothing. My back just went numb from like the cerebral cortex up of the brain all the way down to my ass and then back up. And boom, just shot in just uh, this acute pain right on the the, I've slipped some ribs out of place recently and I got this constant crack in my back and it's happening like between these three ribs. 
like I got uh, three uh, three vertebrae in my back. I don't know which ones they are, but they're they're problematic. They're always just cracking and f- f- tightening up and building up like lactic acid and slipping out of place and just causing all kinds of problems. So, and this has been, so then the accident just happened to affect those. I don't know if it's because that's just the weakest point. That's where all the energy shifted through just the way it's just the way the accident went. So I had to rehab that for days. I was just locked up, angry, just having to stretch, twist, a lot of time on the floor, a lot. I already spent a lot of time on the floor, y'all. I ain't going to lie. I, I, if I'm at the crib, I try to be laying down, just not have, because I only got, I feel like I only got so many reps left. Like I only got, and I got these two young boys that I'm going to actually have to like be putting in some real concerted, you know, physical effort, whether it's, you know, sports martial arts, whatever they may be into. But any which way it goes, we're going to be training, training on the bag, uh, training kettlebell, just keeping their bodies in shape as they get older. So for now, I just rehab my body from all the damage I did throughout, all throughout my 20s and, and even late teen years. I know just a, a lot of a lot of damage to my body. I'll break that down another time. But in short, like my shit's all fucked up just from fixing airplanes from just a multiple car accidents just all 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 kinds all kinds of stuff car accidents that i never even realized were probably problems until later on i mean when you get i mean your body can only take so much impact like that energy shifts somewhere so you think like you're young in your 20s you get in a car accident you walk away everything's all good but it's not necessarily all good so I'm coming off of that little rehab for last week, rolling into this week. I got to take all this time in the car. And then like, so in the middle of my back, it actually, that held up for the ride. But all that time in the car, like it was fucking up my lumbar, my lower back. I don't got a lot of lumbar support. I didn't grab the lumbar pillow out the trunk. Uh, I didn't prepare myself fully for uh, for the ride like I should have. But not that the, the pillow would have really caused much a difference. So back in... Uh, a little bit of a rehab mode, relax and trying to to stretch just as much as much as possible. And, and you know, I've been slacking on the core work. And I just the other morning, I was out, as I was laying there, kind of rehab, and I slept more or less on the floor, just stretching my back all that time in the car. The floor works for me. The floor works wonders for me. Um, I like I like just laying out, being being posted up on on, on the floor, cracking. Just just different body parts, just always just forcing myself into the floor and it just the gravity pushing back on me. Just I don't know. I, I really, really like utilizing that with angles and uh, uh, lacrosse balls for, for rehab and golf balls. And I got this double lacrosse peanut ball. Oh, man, if you can get your hands on one of those, if you're into into bodily, just bodily repair or just deep tissue uh, massage type stuff and can get your body into those positions if you're athletic enough flexible enough know how to use angles appropriately and just get in between the muscles and really just break apart like just whatever it is is in there I, I don't know I can't but it feels so good like I've gotten in so deep like in my shoulder blades like it I don't know if it busted up just scar tissue or micro tears from playing baseball as a kid or all the sports, all the different lifting weights just in the weight room for over a decade, just throwing big heavy weights around. Like, you know, it 
something builds up in there. Not, I mean, besides knots, like even just just tears in the muscle, but the knots too, I and mean, whatever wherever that comes from, whether you're carrying stress and tension, uh, or, or just you're, that's how backs are. I guess I, I don't know whatever it is, but when you can kind of relax the back, or you know, relax from your hips to your shoulders. And put your feet up, though, on a wall and just only focus and utilize those muscles as your upper body is relaxed and grind that into a golf ball or some wild ass shit like that. Oh, man, it just it feels so good and releases all just this tension and stress and pressure that's that's within within the knots in your back. And when, when that comes out, like every now, like it flares up, like if you get it really good, you're like, oh, dang, did I do some damage? But it's not. It's like just like all that fluid in there is just released or releasing and you feel just a little sore like a good workout sore for a day or two and then just the, all those joints and stuff are are great i like to try to really get in head to toe uh you know maintenance throughout the month but like every four to six weeks just really really get it just really really grinding it and bust it up and I tried to do that was my goal in Wisconsin to do that out uh, out in the cornfield. I only got some light stretching in. I think I, I brought my rollout stuff, but it just I didn't. Re- I don't know. I got it has to be a real specific spot, and usually it's my house. So if I'm not there, it's hard to, hard to really stick to the programs, the rituals of of really when I get into that deep tissue stuff because I like to make it coincide with a mushroom trip. Uh, if I can help it, if I have anything to do with it, there's, you know, you come a, a point in your mushroom trip where you're coming back too, and I like to take that time to can still reflect on everything that I like to immediately reflect, immediately reflect on the trip. As soon as I kind of start getting my bearings, I go with the flow, how it happens, enjoy it for as long as it happens, and then there comes a point where you're just the the psycholog the, the psychological effects are, are kind of wearing off, diminishing. Uh, but the, the body is still feeling really good. So I like to take advantage of that time of the trip and just really do deep, deep contortionist style stretching, a lot of cracking, a lot, of, a lot of popping, a lot of positions that it all it depends on the airway. It all depends on the breathing, the airflow and the air that's coming in and out of your body. Like if you can keep a solid airflow through to your lungs and all of these positions like you can really if that i don't know for something that's the that's the mind frame to be in i can breathe so i should reach farther i should i can breathe so i should reach farther and the whole thing is keeping your your neck and chin straight uh and just thus but while relaxing everything and just getting this deep deep stretching in i don't know it just came to me and that's how i really like to utilize my time i like to use you know, the psilocybin as a complete and absolute um, experience. Uh, hold on. Hey, you're on the podcast. Oh, I just need to know if I bought something or not already. Um, does that involve me going into your office? It involves you going into the pantry. In the pantry? I didn't know if I bought kisses or M&M's. So, just had to do a little pantry check, and everything was wrong. Everything. I was wondering. Okay, so Mrs. Rain makes these little. Uh, she gets the the square pretzels. They're like mesh. Look like a look like a checkerboard, I guess. Chessboard. And she puts those, and then put them in the oven with uh, like a a hug, a Hershey's hug, or a Hershey's kiss, right? 
and then push down a peanut butter M&M on the little softened kiss. And that's what, like, one of our, my favorite holiday treats. She's been making it for as long as I've known her, you know, so as long as she can probably remember. That's a part of Christmas. And we give them away sometimes if we're able to. And she could, that's what she was calling me to ask. Like, do we have, I can't remember if I got kisses or M&Ms. And when I saw the pretzels in there the other day, two, three days ago, I was wondering where the other ingredients were because there's more ingredients. Like why you only got one one part of the ingredient. There's three. There's two more things. There's three things in this. Like where, where's the rest? So she just called thinking she had two of the three. I'm like, no, nah, girl, you only got the pretzels and it's not enough. It's only one bag of pretzels. I need six bags of pretzels. All right. All right. Six, six more. All right, you're short. You're coming in short. We're going in. We're going in this holiday season. No, no love on the diet. You know, all that, all that take care of your body, all that uh uh do do right. You know, I throw it out the window. I throw it out the window pretty much from Thanksgiving. And then like the first week or two of December is not terrible. Uh, but the last half, the last half of the the uh, December every year, just off the rails. And it's for me, it's it's just sweets, candy, sugar. Uh, it's just around. We got some random uh, cranberry bread, cranberry pumpkin bread with pumpkin seeds on top. I, I don't even know. I didn't I didn't ask any questions. I came home on Thursday from vet check, dropped off my man, Seth, came to the crib. And that was like it had a little chunk taken out of it. So it was for the house. Man, I went in on uh, on on a little bit of it just right then that night, and then uh, the rest of the family's been doing some damage on it over the weekend. Uh, I say I say it had a little chunk taken. That's a, that's an important part of the story. Although it had a little chunk taken out of it, and uh, so I knew it was safe to go in. I ate some cake one time. Megan was making a cake. I think I don't know. I can't remember, but I'm not like a big cake dude. So I'm not wondering if it wasn't a yellow cake with chocolate frosting or maybe a white cake with chocolate frosting. Because that's the only like the only cake I would really get into, like yellow cake with chocolate frosting. I'm not really interested in your cake if that's not what it is. I might have some. Uh, for some reason, cake is a symbol of politeness or something. I don't know. I turned down a lot of cake. I just I just don't care for it. I, I like I got a sweet tooth. I like to eat bullshit from time to time. But like. I don't know. I put pie on on a pedestal, man. Cake ain't shit. Like certain times, cupcakes serve their purpose, but again, uh, yellow cupcake with chocolate frosting—they'll set it apart. But this cake, this cake in particular, wasn't for the house. It was for like a y'all. It was like Megan's work Christmas party or potluck or some shit like that. And I, I don't know. I got, I got into the goods. You know, and I love me some cornbread. Get the fuck out of here with the cornbread. I'll be a cornbread. Shit. Cornbread is my shit. I'll eat cornbread from anywhere and everywhere. Ken's Hardwood Barbecue has some good ass cornbread. Um, and Tyrone Drew, dude I served with. Random vet shout out. <laughs> Tyrone Drew. That man made some fire ass cornbread. That shit for, for the ages. Like he brought it to the first when he showed up to to Davis Mountain Air Force Base. He came to the first one of the first potlucks he was involved in. He brought that cornbread, and then every rip after that, yo Drew, where the cornbread? Drew, where the cornbread? He'd make the cornbread every time. And fortunately, we had a lot of chili cookouts, so uh, cook off, so that worked out well too. The chili cookoffs, we've uh, we. 
I won't get into the chili cook-offs, but yeah, I got, I don't know. I guess I'm just rambling at this point. I did want to ch- stop in, check in, say what's up, send out mad love uh, as we roll into the holiday season. You're not going to hear from me until after New Year's. Uh, it's, this time I actually probably planned. Like, there's, yeah, I got a lot going on. I mean, Christmas is rolling up. Uh, I got some real, real uh, things that need my attention going on on the family side of things. Um, me and a couple of the vet check boys, we got a little uh, a secret excursion coming up. So I got to come back with some some good, good notes on that. And a lot of things are going to be resolved by then. On uh, on another note, I, I spoke with uh, I spoke with one of my cousins uh, last week. We haven't talked in a few years, a couple years. What we had one of my first cousins got married and then most of my first cousins ended up at my crib over South Minneapolis uh, a couple of years ago, as at least two years ago, two and a half, three. Well, see, I was still living in, yes, I was still living in Minnesota. So, and my son was born. So like, and he was a, like a, a, he was a new baby still. So like late 2017. Yeah. So all my cousins, and I haven't spoke to my cousin since. Oh, that's not true. I saw her at a funeral. Saw her at a funeral briefly. We barely spoke. Uh, I spoke to her son. He's like, shit, he's like a senior now. This was just last year, so he was like sixteen uh, at the time. I talked to him more than I talked to her, and not for any reason. Just that's you know, funeral. You end up sitting in certain places and getting to talking to other people, and just uh, the after funeral gatherings always always interesting. But anyways, uh, I talked to my cousin. It was like. I talked to her for like 45 minutes and then I get off the phone and I called her back. We talked for like another over an hour, like another hour and a half. So we talked for it was at least like two hours. Uh, most of the time I was just kicking in the hot tub, but we just got to got to rapping. But then conversation took a turn. I won't get into too many specifics. And it was all good. Like we there was like any like we brought up a couple little things, uh, like little, little things and got on the same page. And then we were just, you know, just chopping it up on some cousin shit for for a couple hours and then i'm not gonna get into specifically what had happened but the conversation turned and i was like i gotta get off the phone um it was just time for me to get ready get going to bed and it was like 11 30 or some shit like that p.m and i mean that's usually when i'm about getting ready to go to bed i, li- I like to be stretching like ideally and i've been toning so since i got the hot tub back i've been stretching a little bit less so not like an hour, like a night, like it has been um, over the summer when there's no hot tub use. Cause it's too hot. Drain it, you know, clean it out. And it's just too hot even at night to really fuck with the hot tub. So uh, I don't have a hot tub to use. So I got to take all, all my stretching to the fullest. But in the cooler months when I got hot tub use and then we got this uh, the massage gun going on, I'm able to to stretch just a little bit, a little bit less. Um but I still like to have that be done like 10, 30, 11. But I find myself the last few weeks, I've been up till till midnight or one. And a lot of times I do fall asleep stretching and shit, too. Like I'm getting it done. So but yeah, take care of your body. I'm going to just cut it here. I'm going to get up out of here. Everybody take care of yourselves throughout this holiday season. All right. Use it for an excuse to go off the rails, you know. Put on a couple of pounds. It's all right. It's all right. But keep that in in check at the same time. All good things must come to an end. 
and there are repercussions uh, to anything and everything. So that's why I say don't go too far off the rails. Uh, my biggest concern for myself is the sugar. I don't want to deal with teeth issues, and I've been putting down the sugar bad for the teeth, like fake sugar, and not like candy brownies, little shit that's around. And nah, I don't. It's probably I'm probably making it seem a little bit worse than it is, but uh, yeah, take care of yourselves. Everybody, be cool. Check on a vet and hug your loved ones. Chip! Fuck with dog.